their spouse. Others have had to pull out of college because they couldn't focus on their schooling. Still others have been so depressed that they felt hopeless. Their lives are out of control, and they don't know what to do to stop their own behavior. What I want to say to those who feel hopeless and helpless is that there is hope. The journey may be long and intimidating, but answers are available. The helpless and powerless feeling you are experiencing can be replaced by hope and joy. This workbook is an introduction to help the downtrodden and weary break the cycle of pornography addiction. I am not claiming that this book will stop the temptations or eliminate your desires to view pornography. That comes through the consistent and persistent use of the tools that will be described in this book. This book will, however, provide the right tools to fight the battle. When these tools are incorporated into day-to-day living, the result is more confidence and hope that change is possible. By actively working on the principles discussed in this book, I know that the battle can be won. I have witnessed hope return to the lives of individuals who have felt trapped. I have seen confidence return where it had been lost. It is possible. My hope is that these principles will help restore energy and vitality into the lives of those who have had pornography drain the energy of life from their very souls. May God bless you in your journey. Dr. Kevin B. Skinner, LMFT Chapter 1. The Creation of a Pornography Addiction I have heard many stories as a therapist. Sometimes I want to shake my head in disbelief. It is hard to fathom the awful things some people have to face. Such was the case with Eric. He grew up in a small rural town with his mom and stepdad. At age four, he remembers hearing the constant arguing and fighting. His stepdad had pornographic magazines strewn all over the house, and his mom was forever trying to prevent him from looking at them. However, she couldn't keep up. They were everywhere. As the arguments and fighting increased at home, Eric found satisfaction in viewing these pornographic magazines. They brought him comfort and excitement when he was feeling alone or sad. They became his safe haven. When arguing with her husband, and because she didn't want her son to get hit or be verbally abused, Eric's mom would give him a pornographic magazine just to keep him away from the fighting. Unwittingly, his mother reinforced his feeling of finding comfort and safety in the magazines. Soon thereafter, Eric was looking at magazines every time he felt sad or alone. During Eric's teen years, he often turned to pornography and masturbation. As he matured into adulthood, pornography wasn't enough. His behavior turned into one-night sexual experiences and unhealthy relationships. This story illustrates what many individuals with pornography addiction are dealing with. Some of the key elements in the development of addictions are present in Eric's case. These elements include starting at a young age, controlling or uninvolved parents, loneliness and isolation, seeing a model of unhealthy relationships, a negative social system, and early childhood sexual abuse. Young Age Most addicts get started at a young age. In a majority of my cases, the earlier the exposure to pornography, the deeper the client's level of addiction. In most cases, I see involvement with pornography starting between ages 10 to 14. Children get exposed to pornography at a friend's house, an older brother's magazine stash, a parent's DVD, R-rated movies, the Sears catalog, advertisements, and most recently, online via pornographic emails, pop-up windows, and in some cases by accident. In today's society, each of us is constantly being exposed to some form of sexual image or sexual innuendo. Our children are no different. 
they are being forced to deal with sexual issues long before they should be. An eight-year-old should not be exposed to a parent's X-rated video. Children should not be exposed to unwanted sexual images over the Internet, but they are. One researcher found that one in four children who use the Internet is exposed to unwanted sexual material. The effect of this exposure was well described in Alexander Pope's essay on man. Vice is a monster of so frightful mean, as to be hated needs but to be seen. Yet seen too oft, familiar with her face, we first endure, then pity, then embrace. Sadly, our society has followed this pattern. The sexual exposure we face is unparalleled in the history of mankind, with television, the internet, magazines, billboards, movies, and DVDs, our society has been desensitized. As a glaring statement on our society, author Andy Butcher wrote, For the 20-year-old kid, porn stars...